is Dr. Ira Price, and this is The Higher Estate. We're going to be podcasting live from Canacrawl for the next two to three hours. And we're going to talk about all things, you know, bridge the gap between medicine and the recreational lifestyle and the uh, uh, legacy market. Legacy market. This is legacy market. Maybe we should start off by talking about what the fuck the legacy market is. Yeah. Legacy market. <laughs> Which is Anything really... that was taking place before now. Yeah. The, the legacy market... Yeah, it's been here forever. So the true OGs are legacy, right? Big, I've been going for 12 years or so to legacy markets. How long have you been days. doing this, Al? What's that? How long have you been in the cannabis community? We're getting some feedback. I know. 12 years. 12 years? You've been cannabis longer than 12 years. Uh, I've been using cannabis since I was 19. So that's more than 12 years? Yeah. How, but, how many years is medically, that? Medically, I've had my license for 10 now. Oh, really? Yeah. So about when I started I have MMAR. The, through the MMAR? Yeah. That, oh, that's kind of neat. Went, I went the Dr. Cameraman's route. What's that? I went to see Dr. Cameraman's. Yes. Anybody here remember Dr. Cameraman's? Probably not, because nobody was... I don't know if anybody... I guess some of these people have been, kind of been around. He's kind of faded into the background. Uh, his choice, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, I think what happened to Cameraman's is unfortunate. I know Dr. Cameron's quite well. And uh, back in 2010, 2011, when we started prescribing cannabis, it was a, uh, it, it, uh, nobody actually liked us. Not, the community didn't like you us. You went through your own. We were, we were too medical yeah. for the community and too community for medical. That's kind of what happened there. And uh, the media wanted no part of it, as I mentioned before. So. Then you had guys like Ron Marzell that were there and just trying to help people, but uh, mm. put people in the spotlight. And uh, unfortunately, when you're put in the spotlight along, now I understand it and, you know, get why. It was the, too early. It was too early. Time. So, well, I mean, you know, yeah, he, I mean, he, I don't know. So either way, Dr. Cameron's a good guy. I've seen him a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, that's what happens, though. He was also doing some, I don't know about him, but let's just, like, back when we started... And it still happens today. I think when you practice medicine, especially cannabinoid medicine, you've got to... Uh, Cross you your eyes. Well, you've got to practice medicine. Yeah. It's not just... You don't want just a script mill, right? Yeah. You don't just want You can't be, just rely on the, uh, the MD part of the... Uh, yeah. Ira, yeah. can I ask you a question on, on the medical side of things? Yeah. As a doctor... Yeah. Your clinic is OHIP covered... Correct. ...for cannabinoid medicine. Do you know why that is? Okay. My question is, is um, why that is? <laughs> <laughs> so, back in... Why uh, was the choice of you to do that? I, you could be making money. Yeah, but, but no. So there's, there's a couple principles in medicine that you want to keep in, you know, keep in the forefront of your mind. And the, one of the major ones is don't take advantage of a disadvantaged population. Mm. Um, and back, I guess, in 2011, maybe it was, end of 2010, 2011, do you remember that uh, Global National expose that when they ambushed me in the bottom of the, uh, um, of one of my clinics? Do you remember any? Did you ever I watch saw the it? article of it, like, way later. But you can, yeah, yeah there, it's still on, the, it's still, yeah. like, one of the top fucking articles for some reason. When you search nobody your name, had, yeah. I need more of you to start Googling my name. But, like... 
I can fix that for you, but, by the way. Yeah, everybody says they can, but nobody can. Oh, okay. You think you can? I know I can. Can you really? I'm doing it for one of my clients. Can you do it? There's a, yeah. There's a couple of things on, like that speculator one. Like, I, I, yeah, we'll talk after. All right, yeah. we'll talk. So back then, uh, there was a uh, really uh, shitty reporter by the name of Jennifer Tryon, um, who, uh, I mean, I guess she thought she was doing doing a good job. Probably shouldn't have mentioned that name. Am I allowed? I, fucking, <laughs> you know, I don't matter. know. Listen, they stuck hey, me in there. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? That's why I have the disclaimer. Right, good. But it doesn't matter, because at the end of the day, she put my name out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, she so, wrote the she, article. What's that? She, she wrote, wrote the article. Yeah. No, there you and, go. But she, was, it wasn't, she actually put it on the news. And it was a really horrible news broadcast that ha really didn't have any truth to it. So the article was when Jennifer Tryon, they, they ambushed me in the bottom of one of my clinics back yeah. in 2011 in uh, Toronto. And her question to me is, sure, her, she looks at me, I guess because I was one of the only, I was probably the only one in on, well, cameramans was still around, but uh, came up to me and was like, hey, so uh, with her whole camera crew, as I left the clinic, ambushed me and was like, doctors are charging why are you charging patients to access cannabis? Blah, 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 healthcare, healthcare, healthcare. So, with that, which led to uh, an entire investigation, mm. by the way, by the college, which was great, because at the same time, one, the they have a role, but at the same time, I got to have a legal team, and I got to stay on the top of the in entire industry before it was fully developing. Um, but the question was, why do you have to charge? Why did patients get charged? Back then, we were charging patients. You didn't have a choice. Cannabis, the, a, the MMAR back then, and all of the regulations, they're all federally, it's all federally regulated. Mm. Yeah. But when you look at your insurance company, and you look at OHIP, or any other province you live in, what is it? Oh, provincial? It's a provincial insurance company. Yeah. Basically, look at your insurance company as the, uh, look at OHIP as the largest insurer in the province. Right. That's all they are. They decide what's covered and what's not yeah. covered. What wasn't covered is any federal program. The MMAR, the ACMPR, the whatever it's gone to, even before that, Section yeah, I don't 56. Even know what it is now. All those things, they were all federal programs. So when, I, when I asked OHIP yeah. if I could bill them, they basically told me to go fuck myself nicely. Of course, they yeah. didn't say it like now, that. Now, has that changed now? Yeah, so, but the reason why that changed is because I was investigating, during my investigation for four years, I was able to repeatedly question OHIP as to why we aren't allowed to bill. Uh, oh, him, and then final bill them for an assessment. Finally, they eventually had to give you a reason. And well, they said it's a federal program. And then eventually, I continued because the college kept saying, "Oh, you're charging patients. Where does this fit in?" And I said, "You know what? It does. It fits into pain assessments. It fits into a whole bunch of assessments. So why?" Can't we bill OHIP? Eventually, OHIP turns around when 2014 came along and MMAR changed to the ACMPR. Uh -huh. No, MMAR changed the M uh, MMPR. MMPR. Uh, and they, uh, they came up and said, you know what? We, there's now a change in the political environment. Right. You can start billing us. And I said, great, give me a billing code. They didn't give me a billing code and said, look at it akin to diabetic counseling. I said, great, diabetic counseling has a, uh, has a uh, billing code. And, uh, and so, I, but I don't have one. So they said, too bad. So we ended up billing certain, like other codes. But at the end of the day, it was because of the investigation that they did on me. I was probably the first person in the country to below him for a cannabis assessment. And because of that, there's no way that I was going to continue to charge patients. It's just not ethical. Is if we're doing the proper assessment. Okay. So was, that, was them not giving you a code just a way of a tactic of slowing it down? 
Pardon me? Was them not giving you the code just a way of slowing it down? No, they still don't have a code. Oh, jeez. So we have to build other codes. There should be a code for counseling. There should for yeah. cannabis counseling. There should be a code for right. all of those things. Instead, yeah. I build generic so codes. So you guys have work to do still. Oh, there's a lot of work to do that OHIP still needs to <laughs> you know, come across. But to at least change in 2014 to where they're allowed to, that all came out of my investigation uh, that allowed other people in the country to start billing the provincial insurer. The people that don't bill the provincial insurer and are actually billing patients directly, I think are unethical, whether they're physician or anybody else. Okay. I like that. Yeah, there's no reason when you can bill... If you're going to be a doctor, you have rules. That's right. If you got to follow those rules. Yeah, but yeah, of course. Well, even the ability... Remember, the, the reason the whole medical system developed and cannabis developed in the way it was, was based on compassion, right? That, and of, of, unfortunately, we're losing a lot of the compassion that's there these days with big industry, which you know uh, Tyler and I had a little discussion about last time. Yep. And, um, uh, and, and certainly we have lost that, but at the end of the day, we should still, as in medicine, My last remember doctor, ourselves that. five years, yeah. she didn't lay a hand on me. Yeah. My doctor that I've gone back to, he's like, does everything. Yeah, good. You know, yeah, I mean, an old, older generation medicine. doctor. Yeah. She was younger. Yeah, they practice medicine. And when you practice medicine, you know, these well, things you're are... practitioners. Yeah, but you're going to practice proper medicine. You're not just going to, you know, do like roadside assistance. Like without time, like... Eh. Excuse me, maybe I help you. Yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's a bill for you. Right, exactly. Uh, it'll be a couple hundred bucks. Ching. <laughs> so, yeah, so... So now Red we were able to assistance. do that. <coughs> the, uh, but you still have a lot of guys. It's getting fucking hotter in here. I don't know. Yeah, it's mm. get, the more people who come in, uh, okay. the warmer it gets. I'm pretty hot. Yeah. I haven't seen this guy in forever. How are you? Good. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. Um, that's why you're able to billow him now. Pretty cool story. Because it happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, sucked while I was know, going through it, trust me. It wasn't so cool to go through it, though, I'm No, sure. it was horrible. It was I mean, one of there, I'm sure there were threats to your lifestyle and, yeah. and your work and your Still are. everything. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, I, I had it all angles. I had the media coming after me. I had the college coming after me. I had OHIP coming after me. I had, who knows, like everybody. I had even patients. It was patients coming after me saying, why do you have to bill us? You know, because otherwise, yeah, yeah. if I didn't bill you, that's healthcare fraud. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, I can't yeah. do that. Then you'll lose your license for right. sure. Yeah. yeah, why am I billing you for an insured service? Yeah. Right? And it's not insured service, so I can't bill OHIP. And if I did, they'd be like, you can't do that. Either pay like us a perfect back. shitstorm. Yeah. But and the hands truth are tied is, behind your back. Yeah, I was Literally. totally tied. Yeah. But even then, yeah. I didn't charge patients a lot of money. Mm. I charged them 250 The whole $250 thing came from what I was doing back then. But I was literally charging them $250 a year and seeing them every three months on my own. Yeah. So it was really nothing. You're like breaking okay, now even it, as a doctor. I wasn't breaking it. In a doctor's defense, you're allowed to do that. Yes, no, of course. Overbilling is allowed. Not overbilling. What is it? Billing for uninsured services okay. is allowed. And, okay. and then it was an uninsured service. So you had to. If you didn't bill the patient, that's, that's health care like fraud. Work. That would be health care fraud. Yeah. But... Y- you get your OHIP, then you send somebody out for, for blood tests, they get your OHIP. 
Yeah, but there's still no you know. private billing, even for no. the assessments. Oh, Or okay. even for the paper. The filling of a prescription is included in the coverage of an assessment. So that's covered. And technically, the education, if delivered by a physician, is also covered. But there's no billing code for it, so you're fucked. So but once if, there's a billing code, you'll be able to bill for that. But there never will be. So we yeah. have educators who aren't physicians. There never they, will be. You can, that can be privately billed. Wow. So what's the disadvantage of not having That's a code, a though? Kill, man. The disadvantage is I have nothing to bill. I have to bill. So it's a long assessment. The mm. first time a patient comes to you, it's 45 minutes. Okay. At least just with the physician, not including all the other stuff that's happening, yeah. right? So the only other closest codes we have are like a counseling code, but they don't. It basically pays $33. Oh. You know, like you as a physician that make like earning that living, yeah. you can't even earn a living like that. Well, yeah, yeah. Your time's worth more than that, anyways. Yeah, right? for like, sure. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work itself out very well. So we need billing codes because there are a lot of us that actually take it seriously and, and well, that's practice the doctor's medicine. version of of a den code for medication, right? Pardon me. Would that be the doctor version of a den code for the medication itself? Yeah. So no. So like, anytime you go see a, a physician, we have a schedule of benefits. It tells you what code you can bill for what and how much it pays you. Okay. So for example, because we're, we are, and, and that's readily available online because we're, we work and, for the government. Remember, I'm a government. And some doctors gear their income worker. by that. Well, every doctor does. It's the only way to, unless you're doing like hair transplant that isn't covered by OHIP and things that are fully outside OHIP, everything <laughs> is covered. So anywhere from removing a, a, a ingrown fingernail mm. to uh, coming to see me for injured ribs all has a code that's, yeah. That's Do you have your OHIP machine with you, Ira? Right. No, so what you do is you have to write a code, and a diagnostic code, then you write the billing code, and then you send it to somebody else who you pay yeah. 5% to yeah. put it through to OHIP, and then they take... Oh, every, you don't do it yourself? No. Oh, okay. So there's, you have to you go through OHIP. You can do your own billing. It's yeah. complicated. Okay. But then you have to use a special, special software. You have to hire a specialist just so to you do have, that. We have billing agents. It's getting so real every, moist in here. You're right, it's getting pretty hot, eh? Do you feel like going for a wander yet? Not yet. (laughs) I'm good. So that's how how medicine basically works. So for cannabis, we were stuck without proper codes, and we still are. In some provinces, they have them. Ontario has no way of billing anything. Do you think that's on the way, or just it's not going to happen? Nah, I mean, you need lobbyists. There aren't... You know, when it comes to physicians prescribing cannabis, I'm yeah. not a professional lobbyist. I know, but is, do, you, do you foresee like a union or an organization forming around it and then you guys hiring lobbyists? So, I, well, there, well, that's actually a good point. So the OMA, the Ontario Medical Association, there yeah. is a, uh, a cannabis interest group now yeah. run by a woman named Marnie Brooks out of Toronto. Okay. Uh, she's pretty cool. She's hardcore too. She's like, I've, been, I've given a talk with her before yeah. and, uh, and she's cool. She's super cool. I could easily see that happening. Yeah. What's that? I could easily see that happening though, just out of need for it to happen, right? Yeah, but getting a, uh, a billing, like getting it, um, a lobbyist costs a lot of money. Oh, I know. A lobby yeah. group costs a lot of money. Yeah. And, uh, and these interest groups, I mean, how many doctors really in the country would want to be join that? Sure, there's a lot of doctors. How many doctors do you think in the country prescribe cannabis? Now, it's hard like to an say. actual number? Yeah. For percentage, like I would say, like ten percent. Three thousand. Yeah. So on a long-term basis, there's probably about 
3,000 doctors that like do it consistently max. Okay. There's probably been about 24,000 that have done one-offs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we've got more doctors than that in Ontario, right? Yeah, how many doctors yeah. in Ontario, roughly? That, that do, I don't know. I could probably count them on my fingers. But on a long-term basis, maybe a hundred of us now. Damn. And, uh, you know, a hundred of us to get a lobbyist. That's a lot, yeah. You know, doctors are afraid out a lot enough of money. to say that, you know, they prescribe cannabis. Yeah. So, uh, and they don't want to be the first one kind of because of what happened to you. numbers on how many patients there are? Uh, yeah. For a long time during MMER, yeah, 40,000, 20,000, 60,000, yeah. you know. So there are numbers. Um, you know, it's funny. Ontario has the highest uh, percentage of medically prescribed patients. We're at 33,000, uh, 33 or 34,000 in Ontario. I it was Nova Scotia. No, in Ontario. The next closest is Calgary with like uh, somewhere between like uh, 24 and 30,000. And that's since when? You know, these are, this is most recent data, okay. like most recent. I just gave a talk on it. I know you're on the data. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I can pull up the actual, uh, the actual numbers, but... Um, I don't, uh, you want me to pull up the actual number? No. Anyway, that would be boring. <laughs> so, but then, yeah. where do you think the largest percentage of cannabis users are in the country? It's obvious. Vancouver? Vancouver, yeah. BC, has yeah. the largest percentage of cannabis users mm. in general. How many fucking medical patients registered do you think they have? Not that many. They're all done through compassion in clubs. So, give me a number, um, I guess. Out of... In the whole province? In the entire fucking province. 15,000. A thousand? What did you say? A thousand. One thousand? Yeah. What do you think? Question was how many, so if Ontario is 33,000 or 33 or 34,000 medical patients registered, Calgary has 24 to 26,000 registered. How many think BC has considering they're the largest percentage of cannabis users in our country? Okay. 14,000. Hey, 14, yeah, that's pretty close. close. Pretty close, yeah. 14,000. I would have thought that it would have been more than that. That's, we all would, of course. So clearly there's a, like, there's a dichotomy. There's a, a miss. Yeah. There's somewhere there's a miss in BC. And, well, and did they not trust that system? Yeah, yeah. so I went out there and I gave a lecture um, for, a, for an LP probably about a month ago. And, uh, and we brought physicians around. It was really, I was chairing a committee for pain. Yeah. And we brought physicians around and we said, question is, wh why don't you prescribe? Or if you do prescribe or recommend, where's the dichotomy? Where's the yeah, where's separation? The point, yeah. I wasn't really a direct question like that. But what I gained from the entire experience is that BC has a massive disconnect between healthcare and the people. Yeah. Between trust of healthcare and trust of the people on both sides. Yeah. Patients don't, or people, patients, don't trust the doctors there, and the doctors certainly don't trust the patients. Mm. Why so don't, the, why don't the doctors weird. trust the patients? What's that? Why don't the doctors trust the patients? Because they see cannabis still, they're like we were a decade ago. Oh, wow. So, you know, for years and years and years, you have somebody coming in, I, I need something for pain. Now, are you discouraging cannabis even from that conversation in an emergency situation? Am I discouraging cannabis use from a conversation? What kind of question is that? A valid one. What do you mean? I, that's what I do. Yeah, okay, so understood. But as an emergency oh, room doctor. Oh, you're saying as an emerge doc. Because I've, I've been picked up in an ambulance, taken to the hospital because I had a little bit too much. Okay. Thought I was having a heart attack. And um, 
the guy in the ambulance asked me what I had, told him. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, my son uses it, blah, 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 blah. Then, and they never brought it up in Emerge. They asked me what I used. I told them. Yeah. They made sure, they hydrated me, made sure I was okay and sent me on my way. The, um, they gave you a narcotic? No. But I told them what I had in me. Yeah, which is cool. So here's, there's I've some... already, I, I, I should say I've always refused the narcotics. Yeah, there's some evidence now. Uh, there are some guys actually out of McMaster that are looking at cannabis for acute pain, acute that, musculoskeletal yeah. pain. Yeah. Some really cool guys. Like they use it as an emergency stop. They use it as an emergency the drug. The flavonoid thing? Nope, not no. The, yeah, I mean, flavonoids on their own are, you know, are beneficial, but... That's uh, boots. What's that? It's done. So, what's done? Uh, cannabis is done. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, it's... Uh, here, I think we have some more somewhere. Here's the grinder. So hot. So, um, what was your question, Al? You know what, buddy? <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember either. Wait, uh, but yeah, I love no. you, and I just love sitting here and talking to you. Yeah, so man. Don't ask me what we're doing now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But no, that is, it's we're live. That's all that matters. Yeah, right? that's true. I yeah. had no idea what we were because doing. Because it can tie into the news about the UFC, too, because they, like, oh, the people right. that were using it. Yeah. We're talking about the use of cannabis in the acute setting. Yeah. So there's these guys out of McMaster that are doing some research on cannabis in uh, the acute care setting. Orthopedics, the bone doctors. Okay. Because right now, they're probably the highest prescribers of narcotics. Always, right? You like have for arthritis and... Well, no. You have surgery, you broken bones, oh, you get yeah, narcotics, okay. yeah, right? Yeah. So, and there is a role for those things in the acute setting. Yeah. But what happens after the acute setting? When you go home from a surgery, you're given 90 Percocets. Yeah, that's the right? problem, right? Who the right? fuck needs 90 Percocets? Yeah. But that's like literally their standard. Yeah. So there has to be something else. Once I leave the hospital, if I'm in the hospital for something, I don't even get anything when I leave. Right, but you're, you're not the norm. You're not the no, mean. Not. No. You're not the, you know, if you look at normal distribution, it's like we're talking about the outside, you know, like we're outliers. Yeah. The restless mm. souls that, you know, spirits, you know, that, that don't want that stuff. But, uh, but I'm telling you, though, if you had surgery, when, even when I wake up from well, surgery... Well, I'm in the hospital the and I'm recovering, sure. Right. So you need that in the acute phase. yeah. Right. But, <laughs> but after that, you know, yeah. do, you, do you need it? Hey, and buddy. so the question is, What's we're not sure. What happens at the two-week mark? So chronic pain, we know cannabis is good for. Yeah. You know, you're looking at the three-month mark. Yeah. Prior to three months, you know, from the two weeks forward, will cannabis work? We have nothing that suggests that it will, but mm. we also have a lot of anecdotal evidence that it can potentially help. Yeah. So, so we've got studies now that are trying to do that. But here's the fucking problem. You know, to do a study right now in Canada is impossible. Yeah. We spoke about that last week. Yeah. Yeah, we and that's because that. of legalization that caused that problem. Yeah. So, and is then, there any movement on that front at all? Not yet. Health Canada says that they're going to try to uh, get through the. Uh, the they're red just tape. not incentivized to do it at all, right? Yeah, they have no idea. I, I think it's so new; they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. You know. And uh, I think over time they'll figure out what they're doing. So is that like a matter of like a panel needs to be set up of people outside of the Healthcare Canada to like? Well, we've had panels before. We had that big uh, cannabis. Uh, advisory board right Health, you know and, and they, they didn't can, listen to it at all and then canada didn't listen to any of yeah. that 
You know, they suggested it should be in retail stores. Yeah. They suggested 18 and over. They yeah. suggested all of these recommendations that mm -hmm. some are good medical, you know, sound medicine, and the yeah. other ones are just protective medicine, right? right. Arm reduction. We know you're going to use cannabis, so put it in a, yeah. make the store, and we know you're going to have a store, so put it in the store. Make yeah. all that stuff good. And in the meantime, you know, they didn't listen to any of that. And initially they gave it to the OCS that fucked the dog in a day. So they had to change that. Yeah. Um, so is the idea let them screw it up so bad and then they'll have to come to us and like, so <laughs> you know. Like, I think, you know, I think Health Canada or and the, and or the government, they have, uh, they've got this great idea, you know. And their idea is let's see how badly people can fuck it up by giving all the people that have no experience do it. Yeah. And then say, see, we tried and then bring it back to oh, themselves. You you think yeah. about that. So is it set up that way to fail? That's not a bad assumption. I don't... Because if they didn't want it to happen to begin with, they would set it up to fail, right? What's that? I said if they didn't want it to happen to begin with and they were forced into it, they might want it to fail, right? So That's right. they set it up that way. Yeah, they'd love to see it fail, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and then I go to a liquor store and I, you know, and I get booze and it's so easy. And I mean, you have microbreweries everywhere opening left and right. And, uh, you know, a little licensure, probably 50 bucks, whatever. Yeah, but to get inside the LCBO, the percentage of the cut they take is ridiculous. Yeah, okay. So, but that's right. That is ridiculous. But now they're selling, you know, even alcohol in store. You don't need an yeah. LCBO. Although, right. are they allowing... They're still LC taking that percentage. AC? Oh, yeah, yes, they, they are. are. Taking their even, even if you go to a vineyard, they do it. So Really, yeah. yeah. That's pretty shit that they're doing yeah. that. They make it so smaller guys have a real hard time to operate, right? Because you have to do bigger batches of everything just to do it, even though they don't want to. Yeah. Do you think that we should uh, only go on segments live and put it on music, or do you think we're good? I think we're good. I mean, people are coming in and out, so I don't know. No, but it's so quiet in here. So why all so quiet in I'm here? I'm just looking. We're at an event, so I'm looking at it. Okay, people are just doing their thing. Is that what's thing. happening? So Pretty can much. I ask you another question, uh, Doc? Yeah. As a doctor, you support this legacy market? Uh, don't ask me those fucking questions. Why? You can. So here's what I support. Uh, the, here's what I support. I support the people. Yes. Um, but that's not as a physician. Okay. As a, as a as human. As a personal. As a human, I support yes. the people. Okay. Within the legacy market. I've been in it for so long as well. And I, I respect the people that are trying to make something of it. Um, as a physician, it makes it difficult because yeah. none of it is quality assured. So it just isn't. So I can't support that. As a physician, and I've had this, this conversation with my doctor, as a physician, get me killed. you can give me opiates up the yin-yang. But are you able to prescribe medical cannabis as in, in, in an emergency situation? We just, dude, you've asked me that. Like, okay. I love your question because it's the same question I just is finished that, answering. Sorry. I don't know if I did, though. The answer is I could if I wanted to, but I'm not sure and what the role the is right now okay. for cannabis in the acute care setting. Well, there's, a, there's a, a pill coming out that's supposed to be very potent that's made from cannabis. Yeah. A new Nabalone. It's not new. Oh, Nabalone, no. But we no, have, I was you know, I've, we've had Nabalone on formulary in the hospital yeah. for a decade. I'm probably mm. the only one who ever used it. But or Sesame. It's still, yeah, it's still on there. I was on it for five years and I got very bad <laughs> kidney pain from it. From what? Being on it for so long. Really? Yeah. Being on Nabalone, you got kidney issues? 
weird because cannabis isn't excreted by your urine, so it shouldn't affect your kidneys at all. You probably just got some kidney issue. Okay. That make it. Okay. You need to ask me your medical questions. Okay. Yeah. So nabalone won't cause kidney. It's it's ninety okay. percent. So there was something else going on. Obviously. Yeah, for sure there was. <laughs> all right. Maybe you're dehydrated okay. or whatnot. Yeah. Okay. But, or uh, just diet in general. Just diet in general. That, what is dehydration? No, 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 no. What just diet in general would be fucking with you too, right? Like, yeah. In uh, in his case, is that uh, yeah. Diet, yeah, diet is a huge factor yeah. in anything. I mean, I guess we know that though, right? I think, you know, so cannabis for, just for like knowledge purposes is like 90% fecally excreted. I mean, it comes out in your poop. Hmm. It comes out from the backside. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. I tell people that if your poop smells like pot, you've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you say? That's a smart idea. Is it different with edibles versus vaping it, though? Uh, no, it's meta- I mean, it goes through your liver through metabolism, but then Same way. whatever's not metabolized is yeah. excreted, mostly fecal okay. excretion. And what, do, what about There's the... a little uh, renal, but like nothing, really. Okay. So what about like when you ingest it, when you eat it, it, it uh, it's a different chemical, right, that forms, and that one's still the same process? Yeah, so when you vape cannabis or when you combust and smoke cannabis, it goes directly from your lungs, those little parts of your lungs, the alveoli, it goes right into your bloodstream, and you don't get any metabolism through your liver. It's actually a very efficient way of using cannabis, probably the most efficient way, because what we call the pharmacodynamics of it, like the way that it's absorbed is super linear. We know all the way that it goes, like how it goes, how it's formed. You decarboxylate by heating it through the vaporizer, and you burn it and combust it through smoking a joint. That's why you lose so much when you smoke joints versus uh, just pure decarboxylation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but when you ingest cannabis, you don't go directly into the bloodstream. Well, it depends if it's water soluble or not. But for the most part, okay. uh, even if it's decarb, uh, and uh, and or you're eating it in a brownie or uh, whatever this yummy thing was that everybody had their hands on. What, what was that? Uh, a mint? Lime. Uh, key lime. A lime, 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 key lime. What's <laughs> key it lime. called? Coconut key lime. That yeah, that's the word I was looking for. It was delicious. What did I call it? I don't know. A lime key lime. lime, 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 lime no, what do you pie? call key lime pie? <laughs> lime key lime. No, that's fucking wrong. Get your key lime up. That's totally wrong. I totally had it wrong, Al. So, okay, back to metabolism. Yeah, so when you, when you ingest it's cannabis, it skips that shit. It, okay. don't go, it doesn't go from because it's not going through your lungs. You know what I mean? Right. So now it has to go through your liver. Yeah. And then it goes through your liver and creates a whole bunch of... Uh, yo, I got that shirt in white. Yeah, man. Good. Yeah, I love it. Where'd you get... <laughs> I need another one. I want to... Is that where I got it? I bet you I did. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's good. That's the lions on there, yeah? See that? that yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. That's super dope. Or tigers or whatever. Yeah, man. I got... I'm, okay, good. I just had to toss... I was going to wear it today. I tossed it. It was all torn up. There you go. I would have been good. <laughs> that would have been awesome. So when you ingest it, it goes through your liver. Yeah. And going through your liver has its own thing. So yeah. you create a lot of metabolites from it, some of which get used a lot, and some of them just go right into your, you know, into your bowels, and poof, out they go. Okay. But it's so variable, the difference, the way that you feel high, the feeling you get from cannabis when you ingest it, even if you take a small amount. Yeah. Why? Because you create these metabolisms mm. that are far more potent 
than that are than are created when you inhale cannabis. For but example, it's the same compound though. It's this. Well, yes, it's the same compounds to a lesser extent. Okay. So, for example, THCV. Yeah. THCV is like great for weight loss, but also gets you super, super fucking high. Okay. Um, but it's that's you know it's good for weight loss, great for sleep, good for feeling relaxed, all mm. that good stuff. THCV is far more is produced far more mm. when you ingest cannabis than when you inhale cannabis. Uh, just because of the loop that it goes through in your liver okay. to create so, metabolites. So that's, what's the best method? The best method? <laughs> through, it's just the way it's absorbed in your liver. Is, uh, oh, what's the best method? Method, is method man's the best method. <laughs> <laughs> Sublingual? Okay, Boom, so snap. that's a good question. Boom, snap. So... Uh, uh, yeah, it's actually a good question. What is the best method for using cannabis? And I think the answer to that is it depends. Uh, you know, it's not just what is the best physiological method of using cannabis? Inhalation. What, um, okay. What is, but potentially has its own dangers, right? Of course, yes. combustion is bad for you. Yeah. But uh, you know that going into it. Right. You know that like going cigarettes. in, it's your life choice to make that That's decision. Right. Yes. You know, uh, but combustion isn't good. We know that. So vaping, all those things decrease the amount of, uh, you know, toxins that get my into you. But my MMAR says you uh, can no, smoke. no oh. uh, smoking, inhalation, like vaping. Beauty, beauty. So, but yeah, so then you have, um, so that's for, uh, that's for the, you know, probably the best method when it comes to like knowing the pharmacodynamics. But then if you're old and you don't want to, enjoy, like Tyler, you see this shit all the time. Yep. Most people want to ingest, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think what we need, the best method is like, is making cannabis water soluble yeah. through, you know, a solvent of some sort. How hard is it to do that? You can't do it because of the law right now. We had a great product that I used to do it, it for uh, the cannabis oils, but uh, they took it off the market where we weren't allowed to sell it anymore. Oh, what shit. happened to that guy? Uh, they... they Declared it as like a novelty item that was enticing to children because of the flavors. Oh, oh, because you're selling flavored. That's, that's why they shut them down. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's fucking weird. But it was a great is product. That what it, yeah, that product was awesome. So they said it was enticing the okay, children so, because the flavors were like mango, raspberry. So why don't they just make punch. one that has no flavor yeah. to it? They probably oh, I like flavor. I don't know if they can or can't. Why do we I want know to they take got away the flavor? No, working. so what you do, guys, this is what you do to get around that. You create a dual packaging system. Yeah. One with the stuff and then one with crystals. Yeah, like, easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. But they probably spend so like much money. dippy things that Yeah, we like had remember Dippin' Dots or dip... What are they? Oh, yeah, those are <laughs> I kind of want one of those yeah, right those now. Those are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> anybody has those dipping sugar things? Yeah. I can't eat sugar right now. I'm on the I'd, no sugar thing. I'd feel so nostalgic with that. That's awesome. But yeah. I think for the nostalgia of it, yeah. I might, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, I think the best method of use is what we're going to go to are things like sprays and salves. Mm. You, Tyler always says the, you know, salves are like the future there. What do you think about that? For any inflammation pain, like arthritic pain, essentially, yeah. Salves are definitely what I see help people the most by far. Yeah. Um, they directly get to apply it to the area. And as long as it can pass that water barrier in their skin and get down into their tissues, they work very, very well. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think so. I think so, so. I think at the end of the day, Al has no fucking idea what he's like, I can't hear. I can't hear. I was, I'm sitting here. I thought you said you had headphones. 
I can't, you know, there's a delay that would just fuck me up, buddy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's going through Skype, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, next time yeah, we do this... What do you got this, underneath you there? Next time we do this, we'll do it with uh, headphones. That makes sense. Well, we'll just get a just splitter. Just need an input, yeah, yeah, yeah. we get a what, a splitter? We'll get a splitter oh, yeah. and use our headphones next time. Oh, that, which headphones? All use headphones? All of us. Well, How you, are we all going to use headphones? You can, from here... There's enough headphone out. Oh, there are? On, yeah. Oh, I got an idea. Let's go spend another $500 on headphones each. Well, no, I, we already have enough headphones. I Why think. don't we all bring our own headphones? Yeah, I have like three, any, four pairs of headphones. You just need the cords, Ira. Yeah. Not a bad idea. I'll right? bring mine. There you I go. should bring mine. Yeah. I have extra pairs, too, I can bring. Can so. I use wireless, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bluetooth? Uh, no, wired. They have to be you wired. You can use you your iPhone. I'm, yeah. That's what I'll use. Yeah. No, I'm what do you mean? You have earphones right there. No, I, I enjoy using my iPhones better. You enjoy using your iPhones? Yeah, or my iPhone headset. Yeah, but then how are you going to do that and still listen to us? Same way I would if I had to plug this in. Yeah. You just need an adapter. You can use any headphones out of that. Oh, get really? a splitter yeah. that gives you four ends. I didn't know that. Or outs, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. This yeah, is so we Talk with Luke and Al and Ira. This is good. I like that. And Tyler talk. over there. Uh, how you uh, doing, buddy? Huh? You're, I can't you're hear you. A, you're, I wanted to ask, you're a combustor. I combust and I vape. I do both. Yes, me as well. Do you do dabs? I, it's basically all I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm into just solventless extracts mainly. Like when you're at home, that's mostly what you do. When I'm I at home, I yeah. don't want to ask Ira this question. And when I do I all my dabbing, I vape. I vape all uh, my okay. concentrates. I, I do as well. Uh... Have you ever smoked a joint? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. Dun, dun, dun. Let me ask you a question. My <laughs> doctor said no. Uh, what's that? My doctor said no. Your doctor said he's never smoked a joint? He's never smoked what? a joint. He's, My well, dad said the same thing, not, a physician. Well, I, I definitely, I have smoked a joint, yes. Okay. <laughs> of course I have. I gotta get yelled at after the show. I have a question though. So, what are the disadvantages of combusting instead of vaping? So, there's nothing wrong with complete combustion. What do you mean? Complete combustion is like where you Beep. get a yeah, Pal it's, pulverized, it's hot knife thing. Oh, so like dabbing. Dis yeah, no, even dabbing's not hot enough. Where no. everything just disappears. Complete combustion is like. At, I don't know, 24,000 degrees? I don't is know what it is. Okay. Very it's very high. What's, I don't know Atomic what it is. I may have made that up. So anybody listening? Absolute. Somebody needs to yeah. adapt to where, that. Where you go, where just vaporizes. Okay. okay. Kind of like, oh, I was going to make a really fucking horrible comment. And I, won't do it. <laughs> I just watched the he series and his, it was really uh, bad. Okay. His jar today. No yeah, jar. Yeah, everything just goes like okay. a nuclear reactor. Okay. But, you know, like that heat, vaporized. Yeah. Okay. But let's now, say, are like, there any devices so that do in, that yet? Incomplete yeah. combustion is carcinogenic and causes cancer. Oh, okay. So there was all these studies, and then I get all these guys that come up to me and say, but what about this guy? Ta so in California, I get this question a lot, because uh, they have a really mindful community of cannabis users, and yep. uh, I was at... Uh, I was at the Emerald Exchange, which is a mass, it's sort of like this on like an outdoor massive scale, really awesome. People from all over California. This is in Los Angeles? What's that? This is in LA? Yeah. Yeah, in, in LA. I mean, this one, the, it was just outside LA because still it was illegal. But anyway, you know, the questions I was asked at the exchange were when I was sitting on this panel and they were saying, what about, 
Uh, what about combustion? I'm saying combustion is bad. We know it causes cancer. End of story. Yeah. And then their argument is, well, there's the, a doctor, very rightfully so, did an awesome job. He was one of the first people to uh, start studying cannabis on a long-term basis uh, and put a lot of, you know, he came in actually, he was hired, his name was uh, Dr. Tashkin, Tashkin in 1997. And this guy was actually brought in by the U.S. government to prove how bad cancer was for your lungs. And, what he, and he was like, yeah, can, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Not cancer, not Cannab combustion, but cannabis. Okay. Uh, it was, he was supposed to, smoking cannabis is horrible for your lungs, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, he actually flipped his entire way of thinking because, you know, what he found was cannabis is a vasodilator. It works like fucking asthma puffer. Okay. It, 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 it opens your lungs up, right? So, okay. And he found, like, a lot of things, you know, a lot of things improved. Uh, hmm. But he also, one of his arguments was that there's so many antioxidants in the flower itself yeah. that it can offset the risk of, hmm. um, of the, the uh, carcin carcinogens it's, it's that are forming in into cancer, right? So, right. So that was his argument, uh, or at least an argument that came out of his findings. I don't even know if that would be his argument. I don't think he would say that. But then in 2013, there was a really good study done by Callahan or Calhoun, can't remember the guy's name that did after adjusting for can for smoking or for the cannabis for the alcohol for cigarettes and all that right. there was still two, a 2.2 times increased risk of developing lung cancer from combusting cannabis just, cannabis. just from combusting cannabis that being right. said it's still far lower than your risk of smoking cigarettes what's the risk of smoking cigarettes I don't know. it's okay a lot lower. higher it's, yeah, yeah like, Let, know, let's look Let's look at a lifetime prevalence. But, but there's still not a, enough studying done I on bet it, you right? It's above, well, there is studies. There are lots of studies on that. I bet you it's above 15%. Yeah, I was going to say somewhere around that. Let's go to uh, Dr. Google. Oh, I'm off of my, uh, my thing, Iris phone. Here, I'm back on it now. Are you guys cut off? Tell me if you lose you. No, I'm on my own, buddy. Oh, you're not on mine? I thought you were no. on mine. I thought you were on mine. He's Somebody on was yours. On mine. All right, let's go look at the lifetime... Lifetime prevalence of cancer from smoking. Ba -da -dum -bum -ba. 12, uh, 15.8. Oh no. Male smokers is 27 and a half. Wow. Holy fuck. Is that high? At age 45 years, lifetime risk of cancer, death by males from smoking. I mean, this is, that's fucking mad. Is 47% very bad? What? I'm so happy I don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm glad said, I quit but when that, I did. Oh, maybe that was death once you have cancer from smoking cigarettes. No, it'd Let be me. higher than that, no? Lung oh. cancers? I can't hear you. Uh, I think lung cancer is now number one killing cancer, is it not? Uh, I could be. I think it passed uh, leukemia or whatever. Uh, I know obesity took over or took over everything. Hey, hey, no, be opioid careful how death. you talk about that. What? Obesity. Why? You'll hurt my feelers. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I want to help you, Al. Okay. There's nothing wrong with being overweight and healthy. Nothing wrong with that at all. And what is that even, you know? <laughs> There's that. I can't spell the word damn prevalence. <laughs> Prevail. Prevalence. Lifetime remains something new to add to your iMac. Cancer from <laughs> smoking. Here we go again. I'm looking at it again. The lifetime risk of cancer death by sex and smoking status. Lifetime risk pooling problem. Okay. 
There were a total of that cancer-related deaths at age 40. Yeah, it says lifetime risk of cancer death for males is 27.7% compared to 15.8% for male non-smokers. Damn. So the difference is 11, 12%. Increased. Right. Your increased risk, yeah. But is it a worse risk worthwhile? Well, okay. Uh, dude, is smoking cigarettes worth a risk worthwhile? No. 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 Oh, okay. Uh, point. I haven't had a cigarette in going on seven years. Yeah, but like, so then what was your question? We're talking about smoking cigarettes, Al. You just enjoy yourself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you just enjoy yourself. Yeah, you keep eating. Well, you should see. So here's my other thing. Now that we're talking about nutrition and uh, all this stuff, what's wrong with uh, what's wrong with making cannabis edibles healthy? Yeah, that's Why? that's gotta happen. I mean, so you know, there is some good evidence out there that cannabis use lowers your risk of obesity. Yeah, yeah that's the menu true. Here today was that was the dessert we had. Everything else was really healthy. What's what's that? We had like a salad, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really... And there are people out there like Blessed Edibles and yeah. Heal. I think, the, I think the movement for that is, is starting. It's just that there hasn't been a lot of good mechanisms to deliver it, yeah. you know? I mean, I think it's so important to have healthy alternatives, no? Oh, yeah. It's, I, I wish they would have like started with like a made of vinaigrette before they started making chocolate bars with right. it or something like I that. I totally yeah. agree. Because yeah. that, you know, Al, go for the vinaigrette. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Listen to this. They had today I like the for creams. salad. It was what did they have? Baby greens, watermelon, strawberries, blueberries, walnuts, blue cheese, and raspberry like vinaigrette. That's dope. delicious. What? They had infused blueberries? Was, no, well, they probably infused the uh, vinaigrette. Oh, the vinaigrette had all of and that then, in it? And uh, they also had uh, AAA steak tacos. Are you talking? Oh, I had the and taco. Bean and avocado in it. It was really nice good. I healthy. had the taco. The sauce was a little bit much for me. Why? What do you mean? I, I'm not into sauces like that. No? No. They don't but the taco sauce. was yummy. What's going Bounce. on? Bounce. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come say hi. <laughs> say hi. I like your shirt, yo. Does that say crawl? Yeah. I like it. It's very nice. Good marketing skills. Great. Does everybody get a shirt like that? Where's mine? I need an XL, though, not a small. You got a small <laughs> on, no? You don't need an XL. What are you talking about? <laughs> Good load. Oh. Yo. How was the, was it like, was it a healthy looking uh, it was ordeal? A, yeah. I uh, tried the, uh, was it squash? Yeah, they did a stew that had like squash and a bunch of other yeah, veggies. Yeah, I tried that. some healthy stuff. I tried the taco and the dessert I'm still halfway through. I had oh, two that, of those desserts. Dessert? That was delicious. Stick a finger in. Try it. <laughs> no, I, I can't eat sugar right now. That's oh. the thing. I wonder Why? how much well, of I wish it was first. yesterday. I would have. No, because I've got. Uh, I'm on this like nutritious kick, Al. Sometimes we got to get healthy. Yeah, but so, so the diet that you're on, you have a cheat day of some kind. Yesterday, oh, okay. I, I fucking ate everything. I I what? ate so much. Oh, so this I felt, is day I literally one. Literally sat on the couch when I was done and fell asleep at 9:30. Like Dude. my eyes literally closed from eating. Dude, I shot an Italian wedding yesterday in Niagara, and like I don't eat red meat or pasta very often, and I did a lot yesterday, and it just uh, tanked me. Yeah, but um, I was gonna ask you. So like, I should have gone to that uh, Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah, that would have been a good time. There you yesterday. go. There you go. So you do one a week, or one every what? Two weeks. One a week. One a week. Okay. One a week. And the idea is to reset I, your. Like, I didn't have one. Yeah. Until so my first week was like a 
total carb deplete just to reset my glycogen source. So okay. here's a little exercise physiology and stuff. Yeah. Um, the way that our body the way that our body uses um, utilizes energy. The mm. reason we have all of this shit is because we need to. The reason we have muscle fat, all that stuff. The whole point is we need to create energy yeah. so we can look, move, see, feel, all that stuff. Our body is its own machine, right? It's its own circuit, and that happens in this thing called you the mitochondria. Yeah, you are literally you are what you uh -huh. eat because that shit breaks down, and then yeah. that shit eventually gets used as energy. Yeah. And so, the most efficient way of using energy, the simplest way, is to take the simplest things available to us. Carbs. Carbs. Yeah. They're easily digestible. Yeah. Fat's even it's easier. Like quick, but yeah. the truth is fat is easily easily stored and difficult to use as energy. Right. It's simply stored. It takes no energy to store basically no energy to store fat, mm. but it does take energy to store carbs and all the other shit. Remember when we eat, we still have to store the stuff. Yeah. That's the goal. You know, like when you have food in the market, you still gotta put it on the fucking shelves yeah. before you use it. So yeah. our body has different ways of using. The first, the simplest, easiest way for our body to use energy is whatever's closest to it. And those little mitochondria, those things that cause respiration are yeah. abundant in muscle, okay. right? So what's the closest thing inside our muscle? Well, it's the most inefficient place that we store energy. We store carbs, we store glycogen yeah. in our muscle. And, and so it uses that, in, we call it intramuscular glycogen or sugar. So that makes a big fucking problem. Yeah. So like, it's gonna just keep using that. When you yeah. have excess fat, excess fat gets turned into sugar and mm. some of it'll go inside. But you won't burn the stuff here, you'll right. only burn the stuff in your muscles. Right, okay. So your body has to readjust. Mm -hmm. It has to get rid of all those stores to start burning the other sources of energy. And it's almost like it has, it has to, to send a message saying, right. hey. It has to be like, fuck, we're empty. Yeah. We need more. Yeah. We need more of this. So yeah. start shipping it in. Mm. Start pulling it for, from somewhere. Yeah. Right? So, because the shelves are empty, right? And if the shelves are empty, you got to start importing shit. Yeah. So your body starts importing. Mm -hmm. If you keep refueling it with simple carbohydrates, it'll keep storing it in the muscle right, right. and never have to recruit yeah. that shit from yeah. anywhere else. So that mechanism so, that your body is saying that, that I actually uh, listened to a thing with Kurtzwild, Ray Kurtzwild, where he's trying to develop a way, a pill of turning that off, turning that messaging system right. off, right? Because that's just evolution. Like right. we evolved to... We evolved from that. Yeah. Now you can turn that off. You can change the way your body by, stores by and diet, uses right, yeah. energy. And that's by manipulating your carbohydrate intake. Right. I'm not saying you gotta go down to zero. So maybe but the first close. week, yeah. no, not the first even. week, no, it's called carb cycling. So the first week, certainly I, I just wanted to get rid of all of that, 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 those carbohydrates that were closest to the muscle. So yeah. they just can't grab them and take them. Yeah. So they have to start sending messages yeah, yeah, yeah. to the fat, the outside source and start importing yeah, it, that yeah. shit, right? So the first week I really went down. Like how but after much? the first week, now what does it mean to go down? I went to literally 20 grams a day of carbohydrate, which Whoa. is about three quarters yeah, of one nothing. Gatorade. That's nothing. As a drink. And that's it for the whole day. But I could eat whatever I wanted, just yeah. couldn't have any carbs that day. No right. sugars. All nuts. So that's yeah, like carb nuts, depletion. Yeah. Yeah. That's to get your body into this this state of ketosis. How do you substitute the carbs? To start using a substitute for carbs. What's the best substitute for carbs? I don't know. Fat. Yeah. So it comes from somewhere. Well, so what other substitutes are there apart from fat? Is that alcohol. Really? Yeah, alcohol converts too. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Fat, alcohol, and, uh, and carbs themselves. Huh. Each can create energy and be transformed into 
Uh, but it's yeah, with alcohol, it's all the other bad shit that you have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah, not yeah. really I worth mean, it. Yeah. I mean, alcohol, the other sh- I'll tell you, fat kills more people than alcohol. Sugar uh, kills more people than everyone. Yeah. And then you have narcotics that's killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it doesn't I care think, if you're fat, well, I think sugar should be almost matter. considered. Don't care if you're using cannabis or not. Yeah, you're gonna I think, die. I think from sugar using should almost be considered a, lot, like, a drug at this point. What's that? I think sugar should be considered a drug at this point, almost the way that we use I it. I said sugar might it should be maybe considered a sugar drug. Sugar is point. like the number one poison. Yeah, sugar kills more people than everything altogether. Yeah. At the end of the day. So what I'm doing now is cycling the amount of carbs that I have in a given week, so I'll mm. do two days low, two days regular, one day high, one Just day so low. Just so your body doesn't get used to your it. Your body doesn't get used to it. Yeah. it it's called confu- like metabolic confusion, so I'm confusing mm. my body. It's still gonna use, it's still gonna use the energy from, from fat yeah. to burn, but still, like, because I'm quite active, it still That's takes a lot of energy. It takes yeah. your body energy, the arm, yeah. to actually go get the yeah. fat. So, See, the- if you're going on, if you're working out yeah. or doing a heavy workout, you're on a bike, you're doing any cardio, yeah. eating pure, like, low-carb meal is going to do fuck all for you. Mm. It's just going to make you more tired for that acute bout. Certainly yeah. if you exercise regularly. So and I learn, shouldn't eat the rest of that is what you're saying. What's the, you shouldn't, no, man. That's <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> it, That'll get me home. That'll get you home. Yeah. So, but that's the major X factor in what you're doing, though. You work out quite a bit, though. Like, without that, it doesn't work nearly as well, right? No, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, it, uh, I do. I train, like, I do a lot of different yeah. sports. But no, it, exercise only counts for 20% of your mass. Your 80% mm. is nutrition. Nutrition is your, if, if, if you have no nutrition, you can work out all you want. It's not going to do fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like, maybe if you're like doing eight hours a day, hard yeah, or but they then, eat whatever you want. Yeah. But you see what happens to every athlete when they start training. They just blow it up like they, crazy. Yeah, or they train like a normal human, yeah. and then they still turn into whatever because yeah. they, uh, you know what I mean, Al? Yeah. <laughs> so diet, diet is the most important thing. So what does cannabis do for nutrition? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a yeah. The hemp seed is a good thing. The whole plant yeah. is amazing for you. Yeah. The entire plant, everywhere from, you know, I mean, this guy can tell you what's in, he probably, he knows more than I do when it comes to knowing what's in each part of the plant. What's the best maybe. part of the plant? The leaves, like the regular antioxidants in the regular leaves, omega in the regular leaves. What else? What parts? There's the leaves. So, I mean, if you go to the stalk, there are all your micronutrients are in the stalk itself. Every mm. part of it's useful. So what about it's the most diverse plant on the planet. It is, and then uh, it's one of them, anyways. There's a bunch like that. Uh-huh. But um, what about the like the THCV that you were talking about earlier? Um, what is that in a certain part of the plant, or the leaves that I was just talking about are the fan leaves? No, the THCV. Oh, THCV. It's not that abundant in the plant, to be honest. There's not a plant that has a huge abundance of it. Okay. Oh, sorry. What did you say? THCV. There's no specific strain that has a huge abundance of it. THCV is a metabolite of THC. So you'll you'll create. I mean, you could get a little bit of it. So when you break it down, it is in the plant. It is. It it, it can be in in a small amount, tiny amount. It's really hard to get. So you can't extract it. But your body produces it as a metabolite of THC on its own during the ingestion phase. It would be extractable. You just need a huge amount of cannabis. Right. So it's not really. A very, very small amount. Right. 
so that those are the things that like medicine that medicine is going to now because we got to be able to extract though like if we need if we want to create a proper weight loss pill or a, that's what i mean yeah you know, thcv yeah and to do that we gotta we gotta extract it because he can't get enough from the plant yeah no. can you synthesize it or then yeah you, you synthesize it you know it's uh you know people talk about uh gmp all the time but fuck the entire cannabis plant is a gmp is one big one <laughs> flying ge genetically modified yeah, unless you You're get like GMO, not GMP. Whatever it is, GMO. GMO. Unless you get like heirloom seeds, right? What's that GMP? would be the only time. Like, yeah. GMP's, uh, it's a global certification oh, right. for. Yeah, right, that's you how can it's produce made. A right, right. But the GMO uh, shit. <laughs> cannabis is basically all genetically yeah. modified. Unless you find the original seeds. Unless season, you can then find then. a land race, but yeah. like, I'm going to probably say there's no land race in here, this room now. Maybe there is. No. Anybody have land race here? No. No, no, nobody's got land. No. Yeah, they'll just ignore me. <laughs> but uh, you know, if there if there was land race, that would be the only non-GMO product in this room. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everything's yeah. crossed. You know what you mean? But people talk about GMO as like I mean, it's bad as a product. If but you maybe know, not a, as a plant. A few years ago, up where I was living, bee farm lost all its bees. The first crop of corn that came up that was GMO, and it was felt all the way down to Toronto. The bees were infected by it. We lose the bees. Yeah, we lost the bees. You know, and a but lot... It, and, and that's and not the GMO part. That's, yeah, that's one company that's, being assholes. That's, that's Yeah, that's... Uh, that's Monsanto. That's yeah, Monsanto, yeah. sir. Yeah, the other ones that had the, um, the, yeah. the, the seeds that would not actually produce, like the plants that wouldn't actually produce seeds after, right? The yeah. self-destructing seeds, yeah. Yeah, and the bee, I mean, we're totally fucked right now. Yeah. A little bit. Roundup. Are we going to be able yeah. to uh, sustain ourselves without bees? No, we can't sustain we're gonna, without we're bees. We're going to create robot bees. Yeah, it's the only way that we yeah. can. Should, be, we, should we be worried about meteorites or losing our bees? Losing our bees. Losing our bees, yeah, because it's going to be felt <laughs> more immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're already feeling that. Yeah. If you can't pollinate the world, you got to pollinate the world. That's, That's why avocados well are going to be insanely expensive and, yeah, all yeah. that shit. Avocados, bananas. Yeah, all. they're gonna have us just eating like synthetic everything because yeah. we won't be able to grow anything. Yeah. yeah, I know it's important, but I mean it's the same as cannabis. We uh, we genetic. Mm. Why is it okay to genetically modify the plant, but not genetically modify, let's say, corn? It's not that it's not or okay. It's that it's that there's there's no. If Monsanto's allowed to engineer stuff like that, there's got to be some some regulation on how much they can do it. Balance. Yeah, there has well, we to be. Have a check but it doesn't balance. seem that the good like there right. is. You know, it's you know it reminds me of like smoking 50, 60 years ago yeah. when it was like yeah everybody was doing it and then eventually everybody got sued yeah. for causing cancer. Well, because you had literally had doctors saying I smoke Marlboros yeah. because it's the best. You're like what the fuck? you know sometimes <laughs> I kind of think like that. I'm like, is cannabis one of those things? You know, is, is we just don't know enough yet. Well, we do know. So, I mean, my argument to that yeah. is, people have been smoking cannabis for thousands, thousands of years. Of years is yeah. it the burning bush? DMT, yeah. Oh, is cannabis the burning bush? No, oh, I think it's funny. DMT more than anything. Yeah, that, I think I think if there was a is burning bush, what, it would have yeah, been DMT. It would have been peyote. Rock. There's a bush that's close to that region that's really the high in... Peyote. Yeah, in peyote. Be, yeah, yeah, it's either yeah. peyote, ayahuasca. But it's also the effect that it has on you. If you've ever done DMT before, it's like you're going you're gonna to see some shit that you might think is God, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think we've... I, fuck it, just psilocybin... Yeah, is taking yeah. me to those places. That's like the whole uh, the whole stone date theory. 
What's that? You heard of that? The stoned ape theory? The stoned ape? Yeah. The part of the reason that we evolved beyond the ape form oh. is because of psychedelic drugs. Well, didn't we just saw? Didn't well? I mean, what what happens to horses when they uh, eat cannabis? Right, <laughs> they get sick. Apparently, yeah. they get sick. Can I ask a question? Yeah. yeah, what's your question? Off cannabis topic. Okay. Okay. Kratom. Yeah, Google kratom. I tried it for the first time the day I had my accident. Oh, really? And? It got me through the whole day, man. You think it did? I sat there uh, uh, for hope. Really, with kratom? Where'd you get it? I can't tell you that. <laughs> But there's a lot of people in Silicon Valley that are big on the that guy shit down now, the too. road, buddy. Yeah. So Kratom is one of those things that, I mean, I just don't know any of the evidence behind it, but I hear, like, I've heard great things about it. I've never tried it personally. I've heard, I've, it's weird a movie because, on... like, from what I've heard, in small amounts, it's a stimulant, but if you take enough of it, it becomes, like, a sedative kind of effect on uh, you. Kratom? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I know that... I was very calm all day. I know there's a lot of people trying to bring it in and yeah. regulate it and do the same thing they did to cannabis, but... I don't know. They're also trying to do the same thing to uh, coca leaf. The coca leaf. Psilocybin. Well, psilocybin's been legalized in Colorado, right? Yeah, in Oakland now, too. Oakland, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there is a lot of benefit. I've been microdosing for about six months. There is a lot of benefit, I think, to it. I I mean, this is talking as a human, but also looking at the uh, evidence around it. Yeah. Um, we, of course, need more studies. It's not nearly as far as even, say, something like cannabis, but mm. uh, they did, we have some, like, RCT-controlled trials looking at it yeah. for uh, treatment of certain mental knocked health disorders. My, it's knocked my depression to the door when I have it, it for yeah. about a week and a half. So no I, depression. I did the same thing about two months ago, a month ago, and it's, I do it every year for about I, a week. I do about a point two. Every Same. other day, maybe, if I have it. I do it every day, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's honestly because, think about, you know, when you look at side effects, how bad antidepressants are for you. and how I don't want to go just... to the hallucination thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just yeah, want, yeah. I just want to just calm my I'm saying, I just, you want to... not worry and, you know, so not have a panic you eat attack. How much do you uh, eat yeah. at one time, Al? Huh? How much do you eat when you're uh, dosing your psilocybin? Yeah, point point two, one, point 0.3. Oh, you microdose. Like, yeah. I do same. Point one, yeah. point two at the so Yeah, that may just open up some faculties. No, no, God, no, no. It won't you, give you... At the most, you'll feel a little warm and fuzzy. Right, but, but no, that's barely. what I mean. It I won't did give about you a gram the... and a half with oh. uh, Dr. Earl and at Gunchanistas, and we were tripping out for a two-hour show. Yeah. But it's amazing. And we did just a live that... show. It, it was awesome. It's amazing. That small amount, though, the effect that it has on your it state of mind is very, very noticeable. Yeah, like I, I, I uh, get a chocolate or something, and I'll... Yeah. So I'm going to shout out to Paul Hartman on this, this one here. Oh, I love Paul. <laughs> you know Paul. So I know Paul. Paul's like, yeah, yeah man. I, well, and you know his story, right? He's yeah, like the, yes, I know. He's the psilocybin king. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's like, yeah, I just took a small dose today. Five grams. Uh, That's yeah. like a yeah, small yeah. dose. That's crazy. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Shut up. But man. I guess if you, you get used to it really fast, though, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I guess some people get. I Paul's never got accustomed to it at all. Yeah. I Man, it took me like I was going to become like a rabbi in a fucking convent. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, see, not I only did I see God. You became God. <laughs> I saw like floating. I saw like floating things. Yeah. And, you know, I've been down that road with I the haven't taken that trip yet. 
Yeah, no, that's I'm not good. sure I don't want to. No, I, you, so I think, you know... After microdosing, I don't want to either. Like, I think the major benefit is the microdose. Well, it can probably open. I think so, potentially. Yeah. You know, I think maybe... There are people that say, that, you know, that our brain has evolved past the point now where we can open up those windows that we used to be able to, mm. and we need the chemical yeah. that maybe we used to have in more... Or like Kundalini yoga or our, something. Uh, the faculty we're not using. Yeah. But uh, you know, you have. I be- like. I believe whatever it is you do, you got to do with intentional use. Yeah. You know, um, and with and mindful consumption. You know, we talk about that all the time. Mm. Um, but that's. So I, I think, think that's the problem in our culture in general. Even with alcohol consumption, is the binging part of it, right? Because if yeah. you go to France, their relationship with wine and alcohol is so much healthier than we have it now. Yeah, like, and they don't have a lot of the same problems that we have magically. I agree. Yeah. You know, like the I know stoner culture is changing a lot now. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's becoming a mindful like look well, at all bringing the yoga here. into like, it. A, and, yeah, you know, it's it's pretty awesome to see this kind of thing happening. Yeah, and, but this culture has totally changed from what it used to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's entrepreneurial. It's like uh, what happens know, when you push it out of the darkness, man. People. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who, you know, don't you think, Al, the culture's changed? Oh, yeah, big time. You see, I grew up in the 60s in Yorkville, where the culture really was in Toronto. And, yeah. and, and Hamilton has a little bit of that flair now, mm-hmm. a little bit, down in the old village. Yeah, you what know? does? Kensington. Kensington. Oh, Hamilton. No. Where do we... Yorkville. Have- in what? the 60s. Okay, let's start that again. Was an amazing place. Yes. The culture yes. was there. Yeah. You asked me about the culture. Right. No, compared to now. Compared to now? <laughs> it's on a grander scale. Do you think the culture, the culture has changed? Yes. Great. So Like greatly. a mindful... Was it always a mindful movement? Or do you think... It was, uh, growing up, it was what we did hanging out with our buddies in the park under the bridge. Mm. We were drinking beers and getting high. Do you think you that, know? like... <laughs> yeah, sounds good, right? Uh, do you think now there's more of a mindful component? An the conversation intentional. Different. Yeah. The conversations are different, that's for sure. We're talking more about health instead of what was on TV. Right, yeah. Do you think you a know? lot of the health talk was because people were trying to legitimize yes, what they 100%. were doing and didn't give a fuck about 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. What do you see from even LPs, the change between pre-legalization and post-legalization? Tyler? Uh, I think for LPs, it's where they think they're going to make more money. Do That's you, what I think. Do you think that so, the, there's been a change in even the way they talk about cannabis? Yes, for sure there has been. Um, there are a few LPs that do still focus on a lot of the medical drive, and you can see them especially going to nursing homes and educating and doing things like that and trying to open the portal to more people. But then there are other LPs who have switched from being fully medical to now we're just doing the recreational market and we're forgetting about our customers and our medical customers that really paved the way to get us where we are now. Yeah. I mean, I've totally seen the change. You know, everybody was pro-medical, medical, medical. Ever Like the LPs were like, yeah. it's all education. We're opening these educational doors. We're doing all this shit. Came Bullshit. legalization. I haven't heard a fucking word yeah. from eighty percent of those LPs. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, then, but then, but then, opens the door for one to the actually do it. The medical community right, has right? been. Just, like so. Their backs have been turned. They've turned their backs on the medical community. Who has? 
The government. Oh, the government, too. I love that. <laughs> we were talking about LPs. Through the, the, through same, the LPs. Same, same through the, the LPs. LPs. Yeah. How do you think the government has turned its back on you? There's I mean, no, I see what happened to Gunjanistas. There's no, reasonable, there's no reasonable access for me. I can't afford LPs being on uh, ODSP. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they do have like 20% discounts, though. I still can't afford that, though. Really? I can't afford it. And you don't that. want to grow your own cannabis because it's too hard. Well, it's, it's too hard, and I don't have the means, really. Right. It takes a lot to actually grow yeah, cannabis. It's, it's a bit of money, It yeah. can turn into like cheap. four plants. Yeah. Yeah. That could turn into a 12-hour event. Yeah, for sure day, it is. And know? then it's a $5,000 machine to yeah. automate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you have a good point. So even so self-growing. There's, there's, there's alternatives. But do you think it's any less expensive here? Looking at, like, I'm looking down no, at these guys. I can't, I can't afford this. Right. This is, even this is too expensive. So how do you afford well, your medicine? By the good graces of friends. Make yeah. sure that I have my medicine. There's a sign right and, there for and, $40 quarters. And, and markets That's pretty like cheap. this. Sorry, and markets cool. like this. Right. What's that? That sign there's forty dollar quarters. That's it's way cheaper than any pre rolls. Twenty dollars. Forty dollar quarters. That's cheap. What's it cost? Oh, that's very okay. I kept looking at was where it says pre rolls for twenty dollars. Yeah. Let me ask Tyler a question about pre-roll. That pre roll is probably covered in Keith yeah. and live resin or something. Well, it's it, not it, just weed. So what right. would you that pay was, for yeah, a gram? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, no, but forty dollar quarters. That's way cheaper than most LPs. Like yeah. significantly cheaper. Yeah, that's like a quarter yeah, after tax and shipping is close to a hundred bucks. Yeah, no, you're right. How, how much per gram at the store? Yeah, so that's one. It's so a quarter seven seven grams about right. Yeah, yeah, seven grams. So like. Forty divided by seven, you're looking at like five fifty. So that's fair. So that's, that's one fair. way. That's one way the government is, is screwed us is by not allowing that market. Yeah. 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 So you can't argue with this. Kim. Like, so I looked at that and I just saw the pre-roll. I, it must have like. Yeah. It must no, be it's, it's probably cake. something different. But and then. Yeah. yeah. But looking look, at ODSP, you get twenty percent off of ten bucks a gram. Right, so that brings it down two dollars. Eight, so. yeah. eight bucks. Yeah. yeah, but then add the eight bucks is average. But then but you have to pay tax, tax. Yeah. which you're walking out of there and, at fifteen, and, twenty dollars. Yeah, a gram. so it doesn't make sense. By the way, it's cheaper, less expensive in in Quebec. Yep, it's cheaper. Well, in Quebec, less expensive it was like right here seven dollars. Right, so that's the only like that's what makes it reasonable. You Damn. know how that's doable? and that's what makes these events. I can popular. explain that a bit. How, how it's how so a lot of why the, Quebec? Out of the producers in Quebec pay less in electrical. It's cheaper electricity in Quebec. They bring their oh, dollars per oh, gram down on so we growing get, cost. So thank you, Hydro oh, yeah, One. They can offer it a bit cheaper. <laughs> that makes sense, actually. That's huge, that right? That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Fucking Hydro LPs have looked at building yeah, but get, facilities in but Quebec. But what about the LPs that are, uh, are out here? Like, their products are even less expensive. Oh, they have to just compete. Yeah. So yeah. they have to compete. So if they've got to compete, they got to be in the same... And are you, it's getting cooler in here again. Are you like allowed it. to produce outside of Ontario uh, and sell so. to the OCS stores? Huh? Are you allowed to produce outside of Ontario and, and sell it to the OCS stores? I think, I think so, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So then that? why don't the LPs all move out of Ontario then? Uh, I, I can't hear I, so much background noise. I can't hear anything you guys say. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, this whole time I haven't been able to hear shit. What did you say? Um, so, like, why don't the LPs all move outside of Ontario if it costs so much for hydro here? Some of them have looked into it, but again, they've started here. And when you're looking at building a multi-million dollar facility, right, they're looking yeah. at two to three years to yeah. build it. 
right? So they probably are. It's just going to take them a while. They can. It's right. going to take yeah. longer. They got to build the facility. Yeah, that makes sense. Welcome and to find the, the table land of they the can two do it on. All kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Can't hear them at all over there. I can hear them a little bit. I can. I can, I can hear. I can hear you, but then I hear your voice, and then I hear the speaker, and it. I hear the I, echo. It mixes it yeah. all up. I hear all your voices. ADD. I can't focus on that one. <laughs> <laughs> just look when the person's talking. That's why it's nice to have the yeah, computer and then have this. I can distract myself. Yeah, and then I can, uh, I can hear you. I can see you. You're so pretty, Al. <laughs> You're like pretty, pretty little monkey. Cute. Do we play a song for a minute and come back? What's that? Do we play a song for a minute and come back? Yeah, let's, uh, let's take a break. Yeah. Sure. Take a break. We'll take a break. Go on to. Uh, it's already six o'clock. Yeah, we're only here till seven. You sure you want to take a break? Oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't take a break. All right. Should I, I just go We're through? only here till seven. Okay. We've, we've only been on probably about an hour. Uh, hour and a half. Already? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's just hour keep on and 12 going then. Let's just keep going. <laughs> um, I was thinking maybe I'll go down and start talking to people. You can, yeah, why don't you grab a mic? Yeah. Grab my mic, call me in. Where is my, yeah. I had my mic up here. You your guys wireless mic? Oh, it's right, it's right behind your computer. Oh, there it is. So uh, I oh, have You to... have a blue cover. So if I Skype in, you won't be able to hear me, though. If you Skype in, no, through here, no. Oh, forget it. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, because unless Al could, like, patch into no, there. No, no. I'm not going to go up there. I can. No, you, how much, are you going to... Too no, complicated. It's a lot of work. Too God, complicated. Seems like it's too complicated. You got an in? I'm sure he's got an in. I don't know. Do you have an innie? I have an innie. I have an innie. Which is healthier, an innie or an outie? That's a great question. I don't think there's really... I think it's just how they cut the placenta. Okay. Uh, cannabis in the, uh, in the belly button. There's this new... Ta- the, Sorry, what? Putting oil, fico, full extract in your belly button. Sounds a little silly. Does it? Why would you do that? It, apparently, it absorbs through that no. part very quickly. No, you ever put water in your belly button, lie on your back, it goes nowhere. Splash <laughs> it's, it's, it around, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a piece of, like, uh, there's just, like, cartilage on the other side of that. There's nothing going on but the rent. Otherwise, we'd start putting IVs in there. So that... Uh, it might be a thin area entrance. I don't know. I've, I've, listen, I'm just a doctor. What do I know? Practitioner. What's that? The washrooms are upstairs. Like up there? Yeah. What's up? What? I just got to go to the bathroom. Oh, we got a bathroom It's still break. rolling. It's still rolling. But I'm back. good. You good, Tyler? Here, I'll put yes. some music on for a What's bit. What's that? I'll put some music on. No, we're on not. What, what do you mean? No. I no. smell coffee. Okay. We're good. making coffee. All right. We're good. Um, okay, fine. Maybe you want to take a five-minute break? Sure. Let's do five minutes. What Come kind back. of music do you want? Reggae. Reggae. Will it come up here? No. So then that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. So then why are we taking a break? For the listeners, it, it does, and we can go pee, and then we'll be back in five minutes. No, but they're going to have no music on. So what do we do then? Tyler should have waited. I'm just chilling. What uh, am not I Tyler, doing? the other Tyler. Yes. Lucas. Pass me other, that cord right there. Tyler. What cord? That cord right there. I'm not touching f- anything. In front of you. This cord? Up. Yes, What's sir. that going to do? That's going to let me put it on the speaker. Are you serious? Yeah. Keep oh, talking like for that. a few minutes. Yeah, I'll, yeah. see, we can keep that going. So, Tyler. I yes. have to be a geek. Um, <laughs> what happened at our last podcast? 
What oh, do you mean? boy, he's going to bring it up. Well, we went a little bit off topic there a bit, I'd say. It was on topic. I was just mad. So uh, how do you feel about that? I feel like I shouldn't have got mad in a professional setting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool because like, that's how we talk to each that's other. That's why we have a disclaimer. But uh, yeah, for our patience, we don't usually do that shit, guys. Sorry. Tyler's sorry if he can't say it. I am sorry. I said sorry. All right. I suppose I could have... Well, yeah, see, we're not sticking Feedback. that thing in there. Ow. Did it? What did it do? That's loud. No, none of that. No, none of that. Sorry. Didn't mess with it, Al. It was a trip. That You're welcome. for a second scared me, yo. Oh, look who's coming back. Oh, yeah, so... He can put look, music on. He's right beside the speaker. Um, he can turn us off and put music on for a second. Yeah, but now he's back. We don't need to. Okay. We're good. Fast, I'm fast like that. You're what? Said I'm fast like he that. He's a fast bladder. <laughs> oh. He didn't wash his hands. <laughs> so, no, I did. <laughs> probably didn't. I totally did, asshole. So how's Canna Crawl going? Canna Crawl's going great. There's Look at all these great people stuff here. Stuff going on downstairs. Oh, there is? Yeah, it's like stuff the going on across box the downstairs. <laughs> and uh, stuff going on here. I, I haven't gone downstairs. I got high, like, being in there for What's 30 that? seconds. I just got you know what? being if in we, there for oh, 30 seconds. Oh, you went to go across the street through that room? No, I downstairs. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Busy down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to take a few-minute break, I'm sure Luke and I can rig it so that you can go out into Skype land. Oh, yeah? You. you want to try that? I'll try go. What? He, uh, to get me to go Skype? I don't really want to move. All right. I don't think, <laughs> I mean, fair. it's nice to go around and uh, to see people, but I don't know. People can uh, come say hi if they want to come say hi. We're, they know where we are. Um, so what else? Tell me about all these people. Al, do you know any, anybody here? I know some of the vendors, yeah, that are downstairs and up here. Yeah. What kind of, like, which vendors are here? Oh, God, I don't know that. I don't know names. I want to know I'm if like, there's hey, a vendor out there. On? Why don't we get a vendor to just come up here and talk to us a little bit? I don't think they can even hear us. And they can. On the podcast, we can. Can they you can hear, hear us? Okay. Could you hear me when you walked yeah. in? Oh, you yeah, can hear yeah. us? Oh, yeah, we were sitting at the front there, John and I, and yeah, Rena was talking and we could hear her. Really? Yeah. It so projects cool. pretty well. Yeah. All right. Hi. All right. And it's not that loud. No, we're not loud. We're loud. No, you're only loud sometimes. Oh. So did you guys? Uh, you guys worked Hockey. at your uh, little. Uh, yeah, spat? yeah. It's all good. It was awesome. just a shitty moment. Awesome. Everybody's has. So we're just gonna bypass that show altogether. Yeah. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Mm. Gone. It was a good show, though, too. What was? It was a great the show. The last show. It's still up. It was a we'll good show. We'll rerun it. But those kinds of things are so. uh, unacceptable, really. So we're not doing that shitty anymore. Well, I won't egg anybody on. Edge? Ed? Or. Edge. What's it called when you like. What? Instigate? Instigate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, the uh, yeah, and it escalated very quickly. All right, in hockey, we call it the instigator. Quickly. Yes, <laughs> the instigator. <laughs> yeah, literally the That's, penalty. I've been an instigator though yeah, my whole a little life. Bit, a little bit. The instigator, outlier, button pusher. 
I was listening the other day to MIA on her. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. On her, uh, what's she her name? A, she has a podcast. She's, a, oh, she's on Instagram. <laughs> she goes Instagram live, and so a couple hundred people watch her writing a song, writing ah, this new song called "99 cool. to the One." She's good. She's really good. 99 to the one percent. It's such a good fucking title. Yeah, yeah. It's a great idea because we're all one percenters. It's gotten louder in here. Yeah, since you did that. Oh, louder no, as in the people. It's been louder. There's Woke more people. everybody up. It's like an alarm. It did. Yeah, yeah. People are like, ah, oh, maybe I should wake up. Just checking. <laughs> I can't hear you, man. Honestly, like, it's so hard to hear people. You can't hear me? What if I look at no, you? No, if Al says anything, I can't hear him. I Even can't if really I'm looking hear you either. Him. Unless I hyper-focus. I can hear everything. Yeah. Leave your mic there, it's because Ira. You're sitting a See, I heard back. even right there, and I heard Ira. So because I got it. It's I got it that time. Let's move it's up a little bit. Yeah, it's because you're sitting further back. Get in back. the game. Some of it has to do with seeing the lips move too, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. See? Now you can see him. Yeah, if I'm looking right at him. Right, yeah. So when people talk, I just look at projecting. Them. You're, you're <laughs> Project projecting. your voice. So, Ira, do yes. me a favor. Yeah. Say, uh, hi, my name is Dr. Ira Price, and you're listening to 420radio.ca in any version that you'd like. Hey, my name is Dr. Ira Price, and you're listening to 420radio.ca. Okay, now I'm going to turn that into a commercial. Oh, awesome. Now, also say, All right, also. Hi, this is Dr. Ira Price. Listen to my new show, The Higher Estate. But it's not a new show. Fair enough. You could just say, Take hey, this is Dr. Ira I Price, and you're, and you're listening to the Higher Estate. Did you guys ever listen to the first yeah, I know you intro? Start, you, start, you start the intro hey, like that. Hey, this is Dr. Ira Price, and you're listening you, to The Higher done, Estate uh, yeah. podcast. Hey, this is Dr. Ira Price, and you're listening to The Higher Estate Yeah, say it more like that. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you want me to do that? Yeah. Like a radio You don't like my... Little. Talk like you're on the radio. Just so Hi, I Hi, you're listening to Dr. Ira Price, and this is the higher estate. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing that like you were um, one of those guys Hello. that chopper up on the news program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi there. Like Wilt, Wilter Cronkite over here. So what do you want? You want something? Do it, do it oh, dramatically. Dr. But there's someone in sexy. Ira. Hey, this is Dr. Ira Price, and you're listening to the higher estate Now you have podcast. to do that again because yeah. I yeah. was talking when you started. Fuck all of you. I'm not doing this shit again. Y'all know who I am now. One more time. Well, actually, it doesn't even matter. Hey, because this is I, dog. Oh, you're still talking. I, I have them on separate channels, though, so I can still Oh, you can split that. So ah, do I have to do ah. Hey, this is Dr. Ira Price, and you're listening to the Higher Estate Podcast. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect soundbite. Yeah. And send, send to me, please. You're oh, well, listening to well. my co-host <laughs> over here. Tyler, who likes to get you angry. Want me to do one? Tyler, <laughs> the angry animal. Tyler, 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 Tyler I'll fight you in hockey. I can't, I can't wait for hockey podcast. season. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I don't stop playing hockey all year. I play all year round. And then we have... Yeah. Yeah. I, the only month I don't this play... This is the higher state. Three three weeks weeks rap. I have three and weeks Lucas. off in May. That's and it. Tyler. Hi, this is Tyler710, and you're listening to the Higher Estate Podcast. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Boom. Yo. Hey. I did team production in school. Yeah. Oh, really? I, was go. odd. I got in trouble for announcing too many shootings. Hey, this they said is nobody Ira cares Price about shootings in St. Louis, the and they kicked me off the news. Podcast. Oh, fuck, yeah. Then, Jesus. No, I left out doctor. I forget you went to school in uh -oh. St. Louis. <laughs> hey. Yo, you this spent is Dr. Ryder. You spent a hey, lot of hey, money hey, to hey, get that. I keep saying my name. I like saying my name now. I've never said it so many times. Al. You spent a, how much money did it cost you to become a doctor? Oh, million dollars at least. Really? Hmm. One yeah. million? More. Really? They say it costs a physician about a million dollars to 
to uh, to train. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. I don't so have to eight pay years, at all. Eight years of school. Thirteen. Thirteen. I did thirteen years of school. I did. But what's the minimum amount? Undergrad, medicine, residency, fellowship. So oh, with residency, yeah. How okay. long does it take to get that doctor? Uh, four years to get and, your med school. Four years. And then you specialize years. after. And that. then five. So you've got to do an undergrad. Yes. Then you can do residency. Uh, then you can do medical school. An undergrad's three or four years. Then you can do. Uh, Medical school. Medical school at most places in the world is four years. Mac, you do it in three because mm. you don't get any summers off. So same equivalent amount of. Oh, so that's why so months. many foreign students go. That's right. Just go year round. You go year round, okay. except for maybe the first year, I think. That makes sense. Um, okay. And then you do residency, and residency can be anywhere from two to six years, depending on what you do. And then six years, like cardiac surgery, is an extra. Okay. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But then they still fellowship on top of that. So family medicine is the least with two years. Then you have regular resident, like really uh, spe- special. The, the part that has the most contact with the patients correct. is the least. That's correct. It's a big problem. Yeah. No and then, hey. and then the large. Right. How much is it? Whoever shows up. I want one. And then, uh, so residency is five, regularly five uh, years right. for a specialty. Okay. And then over top of that, you have fellowship anywhere one to three years. Okay. So my fellowship was only one year. I did it over two, but so I did undergrad for four. Then I did resident, a medical school at Mac for three. Then I did five years of residency and a year of fellowship. And all and this time uh, training in cannabis. Can- no. Cannabis? No. I, no, there was so no how training many, in cannabis. How many years... Have you been doing that recently? Like none of your formal training. I had no zero. I didn't learn about the endocannabinoid system till I taught it to myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was no nothing. I basically created any education that there was, and then other doctors after me have created more and more and more and more. Was there any and doctors before me did a lot of? There were doctors some before me doing research. In Canada, though. In yeah. Canada, yeah. there was a couple doing research, but nobody like focusing on cannabis right. uh, on a regular full time basis. Yeah. What about in the States? Were they... Like, that weren't shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about in the States? Was there any doctors there doing it or were they mostly over here? I think there's here? even less doctors in the U.S. Yeah. that are doing it. Yeah. Uh, they're now coming around to it and they're starting to come to... Well, because they know, had the federal rule saying that it had no medical benefit, right? Yeah, the classification. Right. They, right. Yeah. It, was, it was like a schedule... I don't know what it was. Schedule one. It was like schedule one there. No benefit. Like, right, no no medical, medical benefit. But, yeah. they're, you know, but yet they... But, but they have the most patents on extraction methods in the world. I mean, oh, really? Patent 501. One, you know, they've got so many patents, and they've been using cannabis for a really long time on a very specific amount of are, patients. Are yep. those patents since the they... '80s? They've mm-hmm. had a program for like 20 patients in the country, okay. and then it slowly started to grow from there. So those patents that they have are directly about marijuana, though extraction. It's they, not just extraction the government in general. Has no uh, cannabis extraction in that, that specific. Like pretty though. much all the CO2 extraction that we use is a yeah. patent that the U.S. has. Huh. Are they enforcing that with the LPs I, at all? I, how do you fucking force that on anybody? Oh, but they're big patents. But if you're a big enough LP, they have a target, right, to go after patent-wise? I'm assuming they probably could. Oh, you're going to have patent trolls for sure then. They, you know, for sure. just Google patent 501. It's going to be like the tech companies are you you're talking, dealing with now. Are you talking like a closed loop run? Google, what's that? Like a closed loop CO2 I run? Think, yeah, closed loop CO2. So who, who owns hey. the patent for that though? 
Is it company in oh, the States or is it government? Well, then you What's just that? change one Are you still on my on network? Because it pumped me off. Um, I'm, yeah, because I'm, I'm patching it out. Oh, you're not now. using mine? All right. Yeah, sending it over Skype. It's on your internet, though, on Skype to me. So weird. And it's still working? I hope so. It has cut out a couple of times, but for the most part, yeah. No, because yeah, I'm just, still connected to you. Yeah, but okay, because mine goes off. Like my mine dropped me. Oh really? Yeah, my internet dropped me a couple well, times. We're on already. now still. So. Yeah, but that's because when I told you to look, we probably cut out a bunch. We've cut out a few times. Yes. Yeah, okay. uh, I think I have to keep turn off my. Uh, Your hotspot. No, when it goes to. Sleep oh, mode. sleep mode. Yeah, yeah. Sleep turn mode. off battery yeah. saver. But uh, you should be charging it, though, yeah? What's that? You can't charge it at the same time? I can't charge. I don't have anywhere to charge my phone. Oh. I mean, I guess I could charge it in your... Do you have an plug iPhone it in thing? Your yeah, you can, laptop. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. Where? You can plug it in your laptop, Ira. I don't have a charger, though. No. I left my code recorder in the car. Oh, it doesn't matter. We're still good. I'll go charge it later. How do we uh, keep this going? How do you turn off your... Uh, is it under general? Keep phone on. What's it called? It should be power, uh, something power or power. I don't know how to do that. It seems here, too complicated. It. You can, here, you play around with it. So what were you talking about there? Oh, yeah, med school. So it takes a long time. I learned nothing about the endocannabinoid system until I was in, uh, until I was in practice. So I started in late, two, I started 2010. Do you remember the first person that you talked to cannabis about? Uh, as a patient? Yes. Oh, that's a good question. Um, did you figure it out? That's what I was yeah. trying to ask you earlier, but, uh, you know, then um, came this tart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I actually don't remember the first. It might, I think it was Ron is who I first did it for, Ron Marzell. You guys don't, wouldn't know him. I he, know Ron. You know Ron? You I know might Ron. know Ron. So he was, he was uh, pretty, he like, he was probably like, one of the first guys around to really stand up on stage. Okay. It's, uh, you know, he was a lawyer, a pretty big advocate. Him and Alan Young used to work together yep. on that stuff. Yep. He's the one that like introduced him and uh, a couple friends introduced me to, to the medical side. They, there was no medical side actually. It's a funny story how that all happened, but I think he was the first person that I wrote for as well. Um, so when you started, nobody was prescribing it? It was late 2010. Like no doctors in, in Canada were prescribing it at that there point? There was, I think, about 80 doctors who, have written, who had written a prescription before. But not on an active basis? Nobody though. on it. And there were people that had got cut, cut off from okay. doing it uh, that did come before me. Hmm. But uh, none of them continued. They all stopped and they all did it just for a little short period right. of time. They got leaned on enough but there, that they stopped. But, and there had to be because 2003 is when the program started. Okay. And uh, people did have individual doctors who did it on an individual basis, but there was nobody that was really championing education, nobody championing the medical side until really I came along to help do that side. But uh, that was 2010. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was definitely a long time ago for medicine because yeah. it didn't exist. I mean, the community, this legacy market was here. Did you jump right into cannabi cannabinoid medicine right out of the gate? No, so uh, I mean, it's interesting. It's actually how really that, interesting. I used to, I used to do, like dread when my cannabis patients came in. <laughs> actually, back in 2010, I thought they were all trying to take advantage of me. Like for the most part, it was really difficult for me to discern who was a patient and who was 
yeah. a rec user just trying to follow, you know, protocol. Get, get, get a, you know, protocol to get a license. And, you know, my biggest thing was you don't need my permission to fucking smoke pot. It was, you know, like we're, they were at a time when nobody can really do anything anyway. Yeah. So yeah. you want to go do it, do it on the street. Let's try not to take advantage of me. And so I spent a lot of time in the beginning building mechanisms, uh, be, really being afraid, yeah. uh, and then building mechanisms to uh, weed, that shit weed out, out <laughs> the weed from the shaft. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and so now it's really easy for us to do that. Mm. You know, I have, I'm, I'm, you see me, I'm sitting here, so I'm clearly pro, like I'm, I'm pro community yes. and uh, the people mm. in the community. But at, when I'm practicing medicine, I appreciate it if people try not to yeah. take advantage of that because they're coming in fully with knowledge of I'm taking advantage of this doctor. Yeah. Because for my own gain, because I don't want to go, uh, you know, whatever reason it is, I don't like what the law tells me. But remember, I also have laws. So, like, there's yep. a sensitivity that has to go both ways. Yeah. yeah. Especially if they know that your primary function is to help the patients, right? That's so right. I'm there for the patient. I'm not there. Cannabis is a side fact, is a byproduct of helping a patient. Yeah, yeah. My, my duty is to the patient. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not to prescribing cannabis. Yeah. Not to push you know? another drug right. on people. Yeah. And so, when people used to come, I used to dread. I remember I was working in Toronto, the same place where... Where those Toronto, that, they ambushed uh, you. Oh, yeah. All right, got ambushed. Yeah. Um, really nice guys actually that worked there. It was I was working because I, I did a fellowship in sports medicine. I was working in clinics doing sports medicine aside from working a Was there ever any talk in sports medicine of that when you were doing it? I've, yeah, me. I've, 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 I, no, no, but I never, athletes. Or like, I, I never publicized it, but yeah, like yeah. I mean, I was prescribing to because at the time it was yeah. still illegal for WADA for the World Anti-Doping oh, Organization. Yeah, right. They didn't recognize CBD yet. Mm. Even when, like when did they? 2000, September 2017. Oh, fuck. Or no, 2018. September 2018. Oh, yeah, because that's when... WADA took it off the banned substance right, list, right, so right. you can use CBD during, uh, during play. But they also took mm. off THC during off-season. Really? So you can uh, use it, but you can't in the NFL. The NFL is the only ones that... So they're not touched by WADA at all. They don't... Well, they're trying to, right? You know, Canopy did that deal with the NFL or NHL. Not, nobody really has the NFL yet. No. It's like they're doing their own thing. Now, the NFL only really tests people twice a year. So they only have to be clean. They don't do random? No, they, they, twice a year, preseason and some other time. Okay. They don't do, they're not allowed to do random checks in, uh, the, in, in the NFL, so you know at least to my knowledge. Every, yeah, no, yeah. You're right. You're right. So, so what they do is they just stay clean for those couple months. Yeah. But uh, those who are using cannabis should be able to at least use it to offset the effects yeah. Some of the effects they can get from post-concussion syndrome. Think of all the like the NFL would be one of the top ones. You'd it would think be so. <laughs> yeah. Especially after you ever see that. I've had I've had uh, Will Smith movie. NHL athletes and NFL athletes on my show. We talked about that whole concussion syndrome. Uh, one Sasha Lakovic, yep. who's now gone, unfortunately, uh, yep. and Boo Williams. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, there's lots lots of others coming out too. You know, CTE, yeah. man. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, I mean, they're starting to do, you know, we stuff. Did we review that paper on concussion? We didn't do that. No, we didn't. That one no. yet. So uh, when we get to our next paper that we do in our own new modified way, which is just fucking quicker. 
<laughs> we should try that, that model though, like just like keep it shorter and more concise and ask layman questions around minutes. it. Yeah, 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 that's like yeah. all we're gonna do. Yep, but just bite size. Like there's a because there's a lot of studies on the neuroprotective effects mm-hmm. of cannabis. Like how does cannabis really help your brain? Yeah, that would have been a great question. Al, or just like why is why how is does me- cannabis help your brain? Okay, hey doc. How does cannabis help your brain? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Al. <laughs> we, um, so, you know, cannabis is an antioxidant, right? Uh, do you think that's broken? Oh, shit. <laughs> Whose finger is that? My buddy. That's uh, broken. What that do you do? Broken. Jam it in a door. looks like it was jammed. Uh, he's playing football Let into the ground. It? Yeah, it was... Uh, uh, he went... I think he was diving. Oh, it's not bent the wrong way. Oh, no, wow. No. It's no, just very bruised. That may not be broken. No, it may be. He should go get an x-ray, but it just may be a volar plate injury. Oh, what's that? See, you smart motherfucker. Anyway. Um, so how does it help your brain? It's, it decreases oxidative stress, which means your brain has like, like just from regular aging and stuff, develops like knots and toxins and all this stuff. Cannabis goes inside there both THC and CBD, by the way, go inside there and they start eating all these bad knots and, and all the, the bad and toxins. The other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they help do that. But what they also help do is help increase the amount of blood flow that your brain can get. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, if you go to a stroke unit, they're using, they'll use cannabis in a stroke unit. If I unit didn't have as much cannabis in my but, life, I'd probably have a stroke by now. <laughs> I love when you say shit like that. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, it's definitely can help in, in the sense of uh, being an oxidative, uh, help with oxidative stress and protects your brain from that oxidative stress during even trauma, post-trauma. Like if you're in a car, that's a lot of, a lot, actually a couple studies are looking at what happens if you get in a car accident and your brain, you get a brain injury. Yeah. How does your brain, what do you do? You know, like, how do you decrease the amount of stress your brain gets, the oxi- that oxidative stress from just the force of the injury? Mm-hmm. So yeah. there are studies now looking at that and looking how cannabis decreases that stress on your brain. Mm. Oh. So, yeah, it can be protective so of your brain. Do you have to take it in within a certain medicine. time period? Like, what's Hold the, on. Yeah. What's, one sec. What's that? Use it as a protective medicine. You could use it as a protective medicine for sure. Ooh, can I okay, go to raffle? So we're can we gonna I do a raffle. Can we? Ten minutes to the raffle, folks. Ten I'm minutes. coming down to grab a ticket. Yeah, I am in too. I am too. I am too. Let's go get tickets. Let's go. I can handle ten more minutes. Uh, well, it's it's they, is that because they don't want to listen to me? It's hotter than here. Right. So should we have kept them? We're just gonna go get tickets for the All raffle. Right. What's we'll that? I'll be back in two minutes. Are we doing it? Can you? Can you grab me? Can you grab me one too? So should we stop? We should wrap it up. We should start wrapping it up. We should start wrapping it up. Well, we didn't end up playing uh, Weedopoly. Never did. No, but it is a fun game. But you see, if I get a board, I can have it on my desk, and we can play. I'll just move the pieces so that they're the same on It's actually yours. a great idea, because I think you're the, you would be the best at this game. Okay, I rolled a three. Fuck it. Uh, just uh, you give me a call. Give Tyler or me a call or Al. Hit out to any of us and we'll... Uh, yeah, you just DM through in- Instagram. By the way, I guess I should say that. We're already beyond the point of remembering to talk about things. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us uh, at the higher state, you can actually get, get it through Look my... Look us uh, up on Facebook. You can, oh, right. We, have a, right. we have a Facebook yep. uh, 
a Facebook page, page. called The Higher Estate. Yep. You could go to 420 Radio and speak to Al. Yep. You could DM me directly at Price on uh, Instagram. Uh, and uh, yeah, probably the like best way. For, probably 50,000 other ways too. Yeah. And then, yeah. But I mean, the best way is go through Instagram. DM me at DrIraPrice. And, uh, and we can uh, connect you, get you on the podcast. So I'd like to know when we're getting t-shirts. We should have t-shirts, huh? Listen, it's taken me a year to get proper equipment. So I would just be happy. Well. Instead of like fucking. I, I think it's still working. You know, we didn't talk about any of the Jewish latkes. Didn't remember oh, last dude. time we had that whole. No, it was Passover. Remember we had that whole conversation? We got real hungry while we were sitting Passover's up Passover's coming up. No, it's not, man. Sure it like is. Like a year away. It's always coming up. <laughs> In my household, my uh, mom will make so me funny. pancakes anytime I want. Yeah, man. Does your mom make pancakes for you? Yeah, no. No? We can't eat pancakes on Passover. That's not, or I mean, I eat whatever, but I'm just saying, you got to eat like the flatbreads. Orthodox. Yeah, you know yes. what I mean. I love matzah. I, it's, uh, I think with we're doing. With cheese. Yeah, with cheese. Oh, you know, right now I am kind of hungry. You and me both, buddy. Oh, shout out. To uh, who else? We have Tyler. You can check out. Tyler's already gone. Lucas is gone. Where did they go? Who? The two people that were sitting here. I don't know. <laughs> to get some medicine, maybe. I think maybe they did. I think that's where they ran off to. Maybe they went to get some medicine. Uh, uh, but it's not but a bad we can idea. wrap up, buddy. All right, let's wrap up. So uh, thanks. Uh, this has been a. I never stood up on this podcast. No, you didn't. But, but we're gonna work out next time. We do this headset. Yeah, we need headsets. Headsets. Or cords to plug our headsets into. Because then we don't hear everything out there. We hear what's going out. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I hear everything. I kind of like hearing everything. All right, buddy. All right, that was fun. Uh, check it out live, 420radio.ca. 3 p.m. When will this Wednesdays. thing, when will this be up? It's up. In about a minute and a half. You could listen to it. We had some interesting... Co- oh, I just got really... High. Who? Why did I talk about ah. It was really... Don't turn it... You can't turn it off because it's still running on there. I can turn my end off. But don't... Okay, so... All right. 420radio.ca. You'll check it out. You can check out 3 p.m. Yo, listen up. Oh, that was so nice. I'm talking louder. Listen, you can check out the podcast at 3 to 420 every Wednesday at Dr... Ira Price on Instagram. We could have turned that up a bit. That was good. No, I just had to project my voice. All right, buddy, later. All right, later.